Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroni for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And the topic I'd like to talk to you about today is, I had an interview with Tony LeCantro yesterday on Facebook Live, and he suggests that we're going to have a 35% decline in Sydney property. Before I get into the topic of that decline, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when it comes to investing. So what do you think about the potential of this decline as spoken about by Tony Lecantro? He's someone that's been involved with the economy and reviewing what's going on um, for many years now, um, made some really good wealth in, in on the back of working with companies and share investing, and he's calling for this decline of 35% in Sydney property from peak to trough. Now, we are on that progression towards that figure. We've come down by about 15% in Sydney since the peaks uh, in around about mid-2017. Will we get to that 35% is a obviously a big question that we're all thinking about raising. And on the back of the election victory by Liberal, there's a lot more confidence in the market. So most people would suggest, especially those in the property industry, that this is probably not going to be the case. Now we're seeing a lot more stimulus coming into the economy. We're seeing the likes of the RBA dropping rates. We're seeing the likes of APRA changing the serviceability. And the potential green shoots are there for something of a turnaround in property markets. But like Tony says, there are many headwinds that are happening right now in the property market that are going to suggest otherwise. So I wanted to give you a little bit of a deep dive into what Tony has been speaking about. One of the main points really is, you know, he I asked him the question about a recession or when that was going to happen. And he actually said, technically, we're in a per capita recession as we see it right now. The thing that is driving us out of having that technical recession away from like the economy is when he says per capita, meaning that we've had the population increases that enable us not to be in that technical position of having a recession. But he thinks that we'll be in a negative place on the GDP, gross domestic product, informational data that comes out um, post-June for this June quarter. So it's interesting to follow some of these ideas. Um, We are remaining outside of the recession idea because of that population increase. But we want to dive into some of the things that Tony discussed in regards to the potential of having that decline at a minimum, he said, of 35%. So the first point I'd like to make is he raised the idea about the house and land packages and the oversupply and the idea of those pockets, especially around Sydney, that are providing the epicenter of that housing bubble is what he said. You know, those areas of Jordan Springs, Rouse Hill, Box Hill, and and I suggested in that southwest area, um, you know, the Denham Courts and Gregory Hills and those sort of areas where there's an abundance of house and land packages. in, in that marketplace. He also suggested the whole, whole idea about uh, a bubble in the property market, and people define this in different ways, but he said that we don't need a, a pin to burst that bubble. The bubbles deflate from an exhaustion of uh, a lack of buyers out there. So that's what we're seeing right now. Um, it'll be interesting to see the information or the numbers moving forward in some of these open inspections and some of the auction clearance rates, whether that's starting to turn around. If people feel more confident all of a sudden to put their money down on buying some of these properties or 
to look at the whole idea of seeing an inflation in price of the properties, especially in those Sydney and Melbourne markets where most of the information is coming out of, obviously most of our sales around the country are based in those two cities. Other markets like Brisbane, Adelaide, Hobart are not as affected by what has happened. They don't have had the, the price growth, especially in Brisbane and Adelaide, the price growth that Sydney and Melbourne have had in the past and um, are not potentially going to see the, the declines right now of a Sydney and Melbourne because they haven't had that inflated pro price growth and the affordability is in both those cities. So if people need to move on from Sydney and Melbourne because they can't afford, they'll look to maybe the, some of these other cities to immigrate too. So big factor in, in thinking about that in terms of house and land packages and what kind of that idea of the, uh, the overinflated prices and, and, and what's actually happened in some of these areas, seeing that abundance of house and land packages is sort of generating a, a position of you know, price falls because people aren't going to be able to complete on these house and land packages, maybe because of either you know, maybe losing a, losing a job, um, maybe an illness, but even to the fact of lower bank valuations and having to come up with more money to complete on this purchase. Um, so that could be an issue moving forward that Tony and I discussed yesterday. The second point he made was in relation to the consumption of our economy, it's actually at 58% is the consumption rate. So a lot goes into products and services uh, in, in terms of um, buying and spending habits. And also the, the whole idea that millennials are addicted to the afterpay system. So that puts further emphasis on debt and credits um, being being uh, requested by consumers out there in the marketplace and you, you overspend on these these and create more debt for yourself and not have the ability to pay that off in the long run put, puts everyone at, puts those people at financial risk uh, and you know and potentially resulting in financial ruin and if we th see some of the things in the economy that are providing those headwinds at the moment like a rise you know slight rise in unemployment a slight rise in underemployment slowdown in construction industry which is a major player in our employment around Australia we start to see some of these effects of recession of of higher debts for individuals play out and we get issues with um, you know slowing down of the economy because debts cannot be repaid so big focus on some of that consumer spending and effects on debts that Tony and I spoke about as well. The third point he made as well was around the whole thing about banking serviceability still being an issue. He talked about the, the monthly expenses. Obviously, APRA are talking a good story around now of bringing down the serviceability requirements, not having an extent of like a 3% buffer gap in there, now bringing that down to maybe a 2.5% buffer, depending on what the interest rates do in future, that could mean that serviceability could go from a 7.25% as it is right now, down to a 6.5%, maybe even a 6% serviceability, depending on the base rate of what you get as a loan. So. Yes, that's a positive, but the other side is they're going into severe detail about some of the expenses that you have on a monthly basis. So is that going to continue 
If we see that continuing, less and less people will have a, an ability to borrow money. Maybe they, there'll be a few more people to be able to borrow money based on the APRA serviceability buffer, but less people because they are their spending habits are to the range of thinking about that monthly expenses, which would have an effect on them have the ability to get their loan. So that's what we're, I guess, sensing in the marketplace and what we need to do as investors, as home buyers. Tony talked about the idea, what would you do in this situation? He talked about selling at this point, even though we've had a 15% reduction, he seems to think that we're going to have that further reduction in the marketplace and some things to really focus on and watch out for when we look at this idea moving forward. So if you would like to discuss this highly topical issue about declines in Sydney property in the next few years, please do give me a call about this topic or your own personal circumstances when it comes to investing. Obviously, there's opportunities out in the marketplace especially if you are focusing on the long-term growth of your investments. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you do want to have that discussion, please do call me on 0400 332 377. Have a great day.